Welcome, everybody, to episode two of the Core Values podcast, uh, where we will be keeping you up to date with the latest, latest metalcore releases, scene drama, and much more. Uh, I'm your host, Christopher Erb. And I'm Chris Anesto. Let's get right into it. What's first? So, show me the body. <laughs> we show talk, me the body. Bro, we talked about him last week. Last Straight week, I said manifested. how heartbroken I was, and the and metalcore gods have blessed us because dealer is fucking back guys dealer is back baby now a lot of people um there's you know a lot of people have their uh their opinions on dealer especially after the the whole breakup and of course like aiden's accusations and everything that go on that's been going on if you haven't seen uh, aiden's recent post on instagram i encourage you to go check it out um, and kind of read it and he kind of explains all that as well um however there's this whole you know the him still being toxic factor which in my opinion yeah it sucks you know what i mean but if it's just him being toxic and having a bad attitude that's not going to stop me from yeah listening to the fan and then who's I guess? to say I he know. hasn't fixed that i mean everyone in the band came yeah. back except josh yeah um josh is doing his own thing and i don't think mm -hmm. i mean whether they are on good terms or not it's probably not even relevant at this point josh mm -hmm. is trenched into his new projects i'm sure he wouldn't have joined dealer even if him and aiden became friends again for sure but Everyone else is back with the exception of the new guys. And I think if the band can, you know, bury the hatchet, not to quote the song, uh, I think if they can all smooth that over, I think it's pretty safe for us all to be listening to it. Yeah. Um, they're signed to Human Warfare now. They'll be, they're, you know, they're label mates with Fit for an Autopsy, The Iron is Murder. Uh, so Great American Ghost, too. That's yeah. another band, man, that uh, we had the pleasure. Uh, where Chris and I are in a band called Neon Graves. We had the pleasure of uh, playing a show with... Uh, or no, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't even that, huh? Yeah, we or, played. Yeah, with them, yeah, 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 for they sure. Were they were the headliner. They were great. Their vocalist is Very like good. animated as fuck on stage. The dude's yeah. a monster. <laughs> he reminds me a lot of the way Mitch Lucker used to perform. Yeah, yeah like yeah. just super all over the place. He's a like long, lanky guy. He's <laughs> he loves to stomp. Like he's crazy. So for sure. I, but yeah. Anyway, spinning back to uh, to Dealer. That's also an, another big thing about the band is that, like you said, Josh, um, which was like one of the main. He was the like, main songer. Like, like he, he uh, was like everything you heard in Dealer. Mm -hmm. And he's not in the project anymore. So a lot of people have been saying, yeah, okay, well, it's just not going to be the same after this. But uh, check out their new song, if you haven't heard of it yet, called Show Me the Body. And it is... It's awesome. God, man. I think you can tell a little bit that it's not like... It still sounds like yeah. Dealer because they're going to the same producer. Um, they're obviously going for that same sound. But at the end of the day, I think Aiden really he does such a good job on any instrumental because he has an interesting sound. He has great lyrics. He mixes stuff up. So he, he's able to kind of carry the weight that the instrumental didn't necessarily bring. I still think it's a cool yeah. instrumental. I just don't think it's their strongest release so far, for sure. uh, but for a comeback, I was very happy with it. I had no idea it was happening. I just woke up, <laughs> Dude, was getting ready for oh work on uh, yesterday morning, Friday morning. I was, uh -huh. I got up getting ready for work and I was like, did somebody cry. release something under dealer's name? Because this, I, well, I was crying, man. Well, because that at first I didn't believe it either. Because I'm, I'm an Apple Music guy, uh, yeah, you know, Rain Supreme. Um, and for the longest time, man, after their breakup, there was like some like Spanish song from a project called Dealer that was on their Apple Music or whatever. Yeah. So I just figured another song like that had gotten leaked on there. Exactly my thoughts. Um, but no, but yeah, man. Oh, I'm so excited for the future of dealer, man. Um, the video was sick. Yeah. Video was awesome, man. They, they, I mean, they came back and they came back in full force. Awesome. Awesome production all the way around. And, um, yeah, for everybody listening, I mean, I know there's been a, uh, a lot of people don't really like Aiden, you know, but I really, <laughs> I love him. <laughs> I love you, Aiden. The, it's, it's just not enough for me to say, Hey, 
you know, forget the new dealer. It's not, uh, it's not good. Cause I, yeah, he's not I, a criminal. I, I would be lying if I said that they, that dealer is the band I'm looking for. Yeah. We were just talking about last week now. that, that we, there was literally a void left in us and we were, yeah. we were waiting for other bands <laughs> to fill it. And dealer said, we got you. Uh-huh. So that's pretty awesome. I think that that's probably the highlight of my week in terms of releases. Uh, yep. but this isn't necessarily drama, but there's a lot of controversy on Periphery's new releases because they dropped a, a two two track from their upcoming album, Gent is Not a Genre. And this guy and a lot of people really <laughs> cannot stand the the like clean melodies in the song. Yeah. And I totally get it. It's super like proggy, experimental. Um it shouldn't it's just weird and different for the scene. And I think it kind of just caught a lot of people off guard. It's a little bit jarring yeah. in sections. Overall, I think it's an awesome song. I think the other song, Zagreus, they dropped is really good too. I have a hard time getting that's, all the way through it because I'm strongest. not trying to listen to yeah. a song for eight minutes and my attention spans like pew. But uh, I love Periphery. I think the production on it's really cool. Bass sound sounds awesome. So that's, that's my thoughts on it. I'm pretty happy with it. I don't think it's their best work by any means, but I'm not really upset about the cleans like everyone else is. So, well, let's go to the other side of the of the aisle and see what Chris <laughs> Chris represents the side of people that were like, "What the fuck?" Oh, uh, well, okay, so I'll I'll be honest by just saying this. I've never really like got the huge like hype behind Periphery. Like they're awesome. I mean, I love fucking, them, but I don't think that they're like the like the I, mean, I get what you're saying. They, they're a little they bit are, They are cemented into the metal court or should I say gent? They kind of have Same. a cult-like following. Yeah, for sure. Um, they're definitely a good band. It's just, I don't know, like even like Hellstan. I that it, was the, their weakest album, in my opinion. Well, I, I know, but that's that's like kind of where I like finally like started to like force myself to try to listen to Periphery, and then I went back on their discography, and I was like, you know what? Yeah, there's some bangers, you know. Yeah. And then, um, even at that, like seeing like the Gent Shit posting page on Facebook and like the Metalcore page on Facebook, and just kind of like like diving into the realm that is periphery it is a cult-like following and i just i think one reason that they're like that why they kind of got that type of following is that you could kind of call them the forefathers of of gent yeah like they they there's i'm not saying that they invented gent but they definitely but it's not a genre made it mainstream yeah it's not a genre they whatever the sound is you know they they're kind of Uh, pioneers in that realm so yeah um it uh, speaking of pioneers uh let's get into the big four <laughs> so okay so there's a trend that's going around right now that has a ton of people arguing we're curious about what you guys think as well so be sure to uh, let us guys, let us know on our social medias um who is the founding big four of metalcore in my opinion i would definitely say um probably at my number one spot no nah, I'm not going to n- number these in any, uh, any, <laughs> anyway, because I don't want a lot of people to come after me, but of course, kill switch is definitely, I agree is definitely up there. Um, so the top two, in my opinion, would be kill switch and all the remains. That's exactly what I was going to say. Kill switch, all the remains, um, man, as far. And then w- whenever you talk about metalcore, man, it's just so crazy because you had like that, the early, like two thousands era of metalcore, which was, you know, the start mm-hmm. of metalcore, but then you have. An entire like new era of metalcore that came at the end of that decade, like Devil Wars Prada, you know what I mean? And then you had bands following them, like Bless the Fall. I mean, and then like Asking Alexandria came after that. Bring Me the Horizon started to shift from their deathcore back in like 2004, 2006, and then they started to slowly 
go into like what Devil Wars Prada and all those guys were doing too. But as far as we're talking about just like founding straight up metalcore, kill switch engage, um, all the remains. And I'll say this too, because a lot of people call them thrash, but this was like metalcore to me back in the day. Bullet for my Valentine, man. Yeah. Bullet for my Valentine will be one that I, I feel like a lot of people would kind of get mad about and disagree. And as far as number four, man, as uh, I dying, y- there we go. Yep. As I, as I lay dying. I mean, they, 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 they certainly po- helped popularize it if they didn't yeah. help fo- like found it. The, their foundation of metalcore was so good. They made the same song a hundred times and people still listen to them. Yeah. <laughs> but, I, I, it's but, just the recent album I can't get into. Yeah. I mean, I, I still will, love as a late nine. Yeah. I mean, uh, t- Tim came back too, and then even, um, um, even when he came back and everything too, it was still awesome, but there wasn't just like a lot of replay value for me. They're like powerless rise. God, dude, that album from fucking just, from front to back yep so good shaped me yeah for sure it was so good but then um like i said after that man metalcore just kind of like just changed you know yeah, what I, mean? that's, kinda, I feel like that's why Azalea dying felt a little underwhelming after yeah. all that time they came back and they pretty much had the same sound yeah it doesn't feel like they're keeping up with the evolution of where the scene's at now yeah because while that stuff is good and that's what a lot of people are looking for Chris and I are always looking for new and experimental yeah. and just kind of like boundary pushing sounds and they just they didn't bring that to the table it was what exactly what you would expect out of an Azalea dying record which isn't necessarily a bad thing yeah, yeah it's just not anything that i was like blown away by yeah so i guess what i was trying to say earlier is when i say big founding four i think about all the people who have just like recently gotten into metalcore from like bad omens or like you know yeah new, newer style metalcore bands if i was to say okay well then this is the founder of this what you're listening to mm-hmm I wouldn't say like Kill Switch Engage and I wouldn't say Azalea Dying. You know, say what I mean? Asking Alexandria. I would say like Devil Wars Prada, like Asking Alexandria, Bless the Fall, that type of stuff. But if we're just talking metalcore in general, because I'm a musician myself and this is like what I started on and I don't want the sweaties to come after me. Kill come Switch after Engage. Us. <laughs> we're sweatier. Yeah. Kill Switch Engage, man. Um, all the remains, Bullet for My Valentine, and um, Azalea Dying. I'd what have to you? agree. I pretty much 100% agree. I don't. I would say that Bullet For My Valentine is definitely, you know, like another band that helped popularize it. I don't know if I would necessarily consider them founders, but I wasn't as into Bullet For My Valentine as everyone else. So that's kind of a biased opinion. But I I definitely think mm. it's always going to be subjective because everyone's favorites are going to come out. But like a lot of people would say that Pantera were like the first metalcore band. And a lot of people would say Iron Maiden like helped start it. Or like, it really just or depends like on death brought in like yeah some some aspects that tra- transition from like thrash to like new stuff too. But it just all comes down to how sweaty you are about it. You know what I mean? Chris and I are sweaty about like the new style of metalcore. Yeah. And anything that reflects that. So that's kind of like where we uh where we fall. But uh yeah, definitely like let us know. Reach out to us if y'all have mm-hmm. an opinion on the big four, because that is a big thing that's going on in the scene right now, and it's split some division because yeah. nobody wants to admit that yeah, kill switch engage was one of the biggest ones. Oh, this is what I'll say. Fuck, fuck me. Uh, both my Valentine. <laughs> Avenged Sevenfold, bro. Oh, yeah. Avenged dude, Sevenfold. There dude. we go. Okay. I was jamming yeah. them last night. Like, I, me, me oh, and my roommate man. were drinking, and we were just <laughs> going through all the older Avenged Sevenfold songs. Like, dude, this yeah. still fucks. If you're sitting there, and if you're going to say that Avenged Sevenfold didn't put a huge stamp on early metalcore and found founding that song, or founding that, founding that uh, the metalcore genre, you're lying, man. I mean... Fucking yeah! They did the power chord stuff. They got the riffs. They 
would do like they i think that's one of the reasons i like them because yeah matt shadows has got like he yeah. likes to do the weird sounds and do like almost scott Stapp's t- type stuff with his like especially in little piece of heaven like yeah. all the weird ways he kind of talks and sings and just kind of adds this weird kind of cadence to his voice and experimenting and it's just something that's not really happening anywhere else so that's what yeah. sets him apart and i think that's what we were kind of trying to say with we like the new modern stuff and the experimental stuff because we're wanting to hear stuff we haven't heard before or isn't constantly being done. And yeah, like, so you just, I I basically like it to sound like someone gave excision a guitar. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's pretty much where it came from now. But yeah, man, Avenged Sevenfold, people regurgitated those same riffs for like a decade afterwards. And, you know, and even their choruses, man, they have some crazy, like melodic, beautiful choruses. Like, they're For an insanely sure. talented band, and just because they blew up and there's a stigma with their fan base, they get a little more hate than they really deserve. Yeah, um, but they've kind of be, like they're kind of becoming like the dads of like just yeah. rock and roll oh, now. Yeah, because they're, they're, they're super all, they're dad old rock now, now yeah. and they're For all sure. but they're still dropping music, and I respect it. Oh yeah, no, I've I've literally got man, I'm I'm such a I feel like a boomer man. I've got a CD of City of Evil. Yeah, loaded up in my car right Fuck, now. Yes, I haven't dude. listened to a CD in years, but it's just been chilling in the i listened to that entire album last night and they're self-titled in nightmare oh so good man but but uh yeah anyways let's uh let's say pass in the past yeah let's uh let's segue into some latest releases man let's talk about it what do you what's your favorite releases from this week man oh it was a good release week yeah so dealer is probably going to be my favorite man um 100 the the sleep token stuff man i will say um I, I really didn't get the hype at first and summoning man has honestly grown on me that when it breaks down to the jazz at, I like singing in the shower, man. So, yeah, the, I just, I <laughs> wish that they would have made that part one song. And like, I just don't like all the extra, extra theatrics that it's just like yeah. empty space with no vocals. It's like, I just want to hear this dude sing for sure. And I think as far as a good, like, um, like a gateway band though. Sleep, oh yeah. It's going to be for sure. Yeah. They remind I mean, me a lot of the way Paris was when they started, like yeah. they're getting a oh, lot of, yeah. Dude, they went up a hundred, a uh, hundred thousand monthly listeners this past week, dude. Jesus. Yeah, they're like, and they're still rising, man. So yeah, definitely a sleep token. I can't deny that. Uh, great single, man. Uh, Dealer is probably my. Uh, <laughs> that's like my release of the year so far. I mean, I know we're barely into January, but like, how did Sleep Token get Sam Smith in their band? <laughs> it's it's Hosier, bro. Hosier, it's Hosier. I'm telling um, if you go, if you run up on stage and just snatch that real quick, it's gonna be Hosier back there, bro. <laughs> uh my one of dealer's definitely my favorite this week i can't get past it it's short sweet perfect everything i want but another band that kind of is in that sound and 1056 they dropped their downer part two ep uh it was four new tracks technically but psycho was released the day before uh, with the video but i really liked it i was a little bit nervous that it was going to kind of just sound like suicide boys because rls was like really rap focused and i'm I'm fine with that it just didn't hit it for me because i I love rap in and metalcore like mashups that's i'm really into that kind of stuff but their ep is super good Uh, i love their sounds they always do the scratchies and they've got a lot of 808s (laughs) and kind of hip-hop elements i think are really cool yeah and aaron mats is just a fucking monster of a vocalist so it's it's cool to hear him on stuff uh because i was a big betraying the martyrs fan and whenever he left i was worried you know yeah he was gonna be done but i'd say he fits in 1056 10 times better than he did betraying the martyrs yep and for anybody who hasn't heard of 1056 that it's it's Aaron Matz. Um, it's basically their uh, the new project that he's in, and they are absolutely phenomenal. They've been They're around what like less than like two years. Yeah, you, yeah. yeah, for but, sure, like a year and a half. So, yeah, tops. super. It's one of those bands like Darko that a lot of people in the scene 
know, but like you'd be surprised that avid like deathcore, metalcore, and like hardcore lovers have never heard of. So if you've never heard of 1056, please, that is yeah. the band to stop this podcast and go check out right now because yeah. they are freaking awesome. They got two EPs out now. They're like it's downer part one and downer part two so yeah. it's they kind of fit into a mold together it's great to listen through all the way from the mm-hmm. top to there and i think they're really good uh my personal favorite songs of theirs are yenta and boy so yeah. check those out boy's first. Just classic man God, boy, so good dude i boy's one of those songs that i'm like i'm so fucking jealous that i did not write this song it's so fucking <laughs> oh, good man. their guitarist uh his name is luca or lucas i, I can't remember i think it's yeah. luca but he's so fucking talented he's a good he's young he's got a fucking amazing career ahead of him so and they do too like they're the band to watch right now uh, they play like drop z sound yeah um and another band that you should watch right alongside them and very similar sound is half me um God. they kill it with every single release they they up their production value their videos get better they're just such a good band and like we mentioned last week we've known them a little bit they're they're kind of our friends we yeah, it's been we, going on about four years now yeah, man. yeah we discovered them sure. way back when they released their song mantis and uh chris reached out and he's kept in contact with them and they're just so good uh Dude, yeah. their new song features um marcus from throne yeah from throne and if y'all haven't heard throne and you like like hardcore like super like heavy like metalcore dude throne yeah god they're uh, they were what was scratching my dealer itch until yeah until the comeback uh, new low or not uh new low but their uh, their previous ep man check out that ep especially mm-hmm. if you have adhd and you don't like to listen to like whole albums that ep is 11 minutes long yeah and it's a kick in the dick just like, the whole <laughs> 11 minutes you're like <laughs> dude oh. oh it's so good god it's so, so good. good um so but yeah half me just feature or did a song featuring their vocalist uh, and they're like two of my favorite bands right now. So definitely yeah. check it out. It's called X Neg- uh, Negativo. Yeah. And yeah, that's probably my, one of my favorite, like semi mid band, like underground mainstream releases this week as well. Yeah. Um, let's talk about one we just heard, man. Yeah. Uh, King 810, guys. <laughs> King 810, man. Oh, what a wild ride they've been on. Golly, with their sound over yeah, the years. For sure. They went to their, uh, they, they did their rap stuff for the longest time. Um, they just dropped this. Did it just drop today? Dropped yesterday. Dropped yesterday. And what what is it called? I was so like infatuated um, just by Brain on the Brains on the Asphalt. Okay, yeah. Go check out uh, the new King 810 song. It's, it's still, interesting. It's definitely still has like their their rap elements to it, but it's like yeah, I feel like it it just pays uh, due to their old sound. Yeah, like, they're fine. They're bringing yeah. back you know having instruments in and not just yeah. uh, you know like beats. And I thought it was cool. It's got an interesting sound. I don't necessarily mm-hmm. love it. I think that there was some odd choices uh vocally but overall it's a fun song the video was really cool and interesting yeah uh, i think it's a good medium though yeah like, and i, I feel think like they're they're finding where they need to be now i would love to see them pursue that route keep doing the rap stuff but also mash in that metalcore stuff because that's that's literally my bread and butters like rap meets metalcore i'm a huge backwards fan i'm a huge notions fan i'm a huge mm. dropout kings fan uh and so i think that he, they have a real avenue to do that because i don't think he's bad by any means i just no yeah they have a, they always choose interesting sounds like he almost does like this whiny thing in this new song and it's not my thing but it's cool i mean it's like i said i, I honestly like when people just, experiment i just miss that just angry ass just king 18 i am just, the powers that be uh, how like how fucking <laughs> you you're a vocalist that's like danny warsnop energy that's like if Danny like Warsnop was relentless. born in Flint, Michigan. <laughs> exactly. Instead With like of the hardcore, UK, yeah. Like, Jesus Christ, man. But yeah, King 810 was freaking awesome. Um, let's see. A band that we featured uh, last week as well, or talked about la- last week as well. These guys, keep them on your radar. Um, graphic Nature. Yeah, Graphic Nature is 
freaking awesome. Um, yeah, I'll let you go ahead and talk about them a little bit. It, the new song it was really good. I really enjoyed it. I was not expecting them to to drop another uh, track quite yet, yeah. but it's called Headstone, and it'll be off their upcoming album, which I believe drops in March. But mm-hmm. uh, I really liked it. It's like I said, that got that uh, that new new metal hardcore sound that 1056 dealer alpha blah, 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 yeah. that all of them have. And so I'm, I'm really into them. I love their vocalist voice. Uh, he's got that kind of mid range angry sound that I'm super into. And um, yeah, they kill it. They've got the scratchies They're They've got a real dark theme, like they're real dark and gritty. And, yeah. and I think they're just really awesome. I don't really have much to say about the track itself. It's not my favorite they released, but it is very good. And I'm definitely going to be listening to it. So I think you guys should check it out. Um, it's 100% worth your time and they fucking kill it. Cool. Cool. So with that, let's go to uh, one last release as well. Um, that's pretty much mainstream. I mean, these guys, they're still signed to sharp tone, correct? Yep. And these guys are pretty interesting. I know I what they're them. like, they're, are they still doing like conceptual? Like, yeah, they usually do. Concept- cool, I cool. don't think this one, like their first two albums, they wrote their own stories, like these like fantasy stories, kind of Lord of the Rings esque type yeah. vibe. Like they had and their then, own like, like lore to them and yeah, everything. Like, and yeah. then they write the songs based on those stories. And then they're the Valley of Kings, I think is the last one that they did like a full concept like that because the new album and actually, I don't even think Valley Kings does because they have like some Legend of Zelda stuff in there and then they have some nice. of their own theme stuff. <laughs> nice. Uh, but the new album's the same way. They've got some concepts like they've got Tailspin, which I believe is a concept from the movie Dune. They've got... Um, Still haven't seen that movie, man. Ma- they've got a song about Maze Runner called Maze Runner. Uh, but they're just really talented. I They are a five-piece or a six-piece, I believe, and they always have interesting sounds. Their guitarists yeah. can fucking riff. They're, they're six. They sound yeah. great in we haven't even... F-sharp. They sound great in C. And my biggest thing is I love their vocalist. He writes really good choruses. He's got a beautiful voice. Uh, I think they are severely underrated. And I've had a really good time listening to this uh, album. I think Sea of Fire is so good. Every song on that album is really good. And I'm going to be spinning that like crazy. So definitely check them out because they are worth it. And they've got really interesting sound. And if you're into reading into lore, they've got all this extra content for you just past their music. I don't think we even named them yet. We got so like into No, the... I said the Wise Man's oh, Fear. Oh, Wise Man's Fear. Yeah. Okay. So Sharp Tone, Wise yeah, Man's wise Fear. Man, the wi- if I got we didn't, so like... Sorry. The Wise Man's Fear is who we've been talking about for the about My past I just got seconds. so infatuated because I didn't realize it went that deep with them. That's pretty, that's honestly really cool. Yeah. They're, they're a really sick band and I, I really enjoyed watching them grow because uh, I discovered them back. Uh, with Castle in the College is their first album and nobody knew who they were and I was like hello and thank <laughs> god Sharp Tone picked them up because they're they're really good dude man Sharp Tone golly man I, I feel like they've just been like the reigning champs for like pre-COVID they that's when they made like their their big jump and with COVID going on too man they were still releasing and signing all these freaking amazing bands. When they signed Amir, I knew that they were the one yeah well it was first who was their big, first big one man it was a Mice and Men right uh no it was we came as romans we came as romans yeah and yeah. then they got no because the mice and men was like still i think they're on rise still yeah no well they they went to sharp tone bro i don't are you serious uh, yeah I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure they uh a mice and men went to sharp tone but that was like a mid like sharp tone like era signing um so yeah they did we came as romans um they got a mirror don broco yeah don broco man god i missed the, the, i know they dropped an album not too too long ago but yeah. i'm always ready for more don broco they fuck yeah so a mice and men still on sharp tone right Oh, they yeah. are on Sharp Tone. Cool, cool. I, yeah. I didn't have any idea. I thought yeah, they were that still was like, and it, it was fairly new too. It was like right before this, uh, the previous release or like the COVID like era release that they were doing. But um, yeah, man, let's uh, let's segue into some more like undiscovered stuff, man. Undiscovered you should... had some great releases this week, dude. Yes, man. It's it's cool because these are bands that 
these right here are like bands with like less than like 5,000 monthly listeners and they are amazing. Um, so let's talk about, uh, let's go ahead and talk about, uh, sales in bro. Sales in is awesome. Uh, I'm good friends with the, with the guys that are behind that project. Uh, we got, you got Danny DeBella from before I turn and glass crown. Uh, he does all of their songwriting and production. And then they've got, uh, a guy named Daniel Salins uh, on vocals and I've done some work for them. They've bought, I've done a couple album or song covers and I uh, did their logo, which I don't think they're even going to use anymore. Thanks guy. I'm just kidding. Um, but <laughs> yeah, they're super good. They kind of ch- switched up their sound to be a little bit more of that kind of dark, uh, new metal hardcore sound. Yeah. From their, I feel like that's releases, honestly a like more metalcore. Yeah. I feel like that's where the scenes going to move. Like, everyone loves that. I mean, like even the Aussies, they're not, they're not even considering that like hardcore anymore. They're considering that like, Bands are metalcore, and those like, bands are the ones yeah. blowing up. Ten Fifty Six, Alpha yeah. Wolf, Dealer, like those are the ones that are on, like everyone I know is talking about at least. Yeah, but yeah, sure. check out Sales In. They're super, super good. They got that dark, gritty sound. Um, What's the name of that? The recent single? The recent single. Oh, actually, it's space in my mind. I'm gonna look it up. We we oh, were literally just listening to it, but um, I think it's so funny. I can I'm, see the I'm visual. A, uh, I'm a videographer in the scene. As soon as I saw the visual, I was like, this looks like a Gavin uh, Tilt Shift visual. Yeah. And yeah, so shout out to Gavin, man. If you listen to this podcast, that, but yeah, that it's was called a sick visual. Nefarious. Check it the cool. fuck out. It's super good. And check out yeah. their other stuff. They're they're really good. How uh, many I really like their sound. They have? Less they're than two thousand. Nineteen hundred. Yep. Yeah, less than two thousand. Jeez, man. Um, and another man that's sitting about the same. I think they're sitting at two hundred. Is they're called Gloom, but it's G L V V M because you know we're edgy in the scene. <laughs> but they're really good. Um, I had seen their logo around from some people on my page, and yeah, I hadn't heard it like, yet. But I checked out this yeah. song and. Just it's really good. Dropped. It's called SOS. Uh, it dropped on the 30th, I believe. But uh, I think that they deserve some love because they have a really cool sound. Uh, I like their yeah. visuals so far. But this is their only song that's out and it dropped last week. So they're brand spanking new. Go give them a fault. You get you get, Se- you 1,700 get be, monthly listeners. Yeah. And one, one thing about Undiscovered, too, I know there's like a lot of podcasts out there. And I don't want to like sound like a snob. But there's like a lot of podcasts out there that will feature bands that are just like okay well this band has like 500 monthly listeners and then you go to listen to it and it sounds like it was recorded in like a garbage can yeah like no we'll like actually go through and like see and filter out awesome bands that have quality underrated that have good production good videos like bands that are sitting here and they're ready to like blow you know what i mean so whenever we sit here and if we record or not we record if we recommend a band like this I'm telling you, do yourself a favor, go check them out because it's something that kind of like just blew us away. Yeah. And yeah, these guys right here are, yeah, they definitely got potential. They're sitting at 1700 or 1700, right? Yeah. 1700 monthly listeners. And yeah, they got one song out, 1700 monthly listeners. You heard it here first. So that way when they blow up later, you can be like, I was a fan since the beginning. Yeah. We're giving you that opportunity. So you should take advantage of it. (laughs) Uh, Cause they're going to blow up. I guarantee you. They're they're really going to stop listening. God, these guys are so full of themselves. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's the metalcore podcast we're here to bring you the best in metalcore uh but past that um one of the best undiscovered that we wanted to talk about which they, they didn't release anything like super recently but the chris showed me these guys and they're super good um they're mm-hmm. called uh cold state and man they're super awesome i love their yeah. sound um when i first saw their video i thought tim lambesis was the vocalist because they just got this <laughs> jerk dude dude he's so ah, oh, he's tied God. up and he's all muscular i'm like yeah Dude, Tim's just doing all these stuff, all these bands, but they're super awesome. Definitely check them out. What do they have? Like two, three songs out? Uh, yeah, the I'm pretty sure it's gruesome is the the cult say, the video you're referring to. Yeah. But yeah, once again, awesome video production, awesome audio production, and then just amazing songwriting. But yeah, the the single's called gruesome. It's so, in an 8K. Yeah. Good. 
again there there's one that's uh under uh massively under underrated. 10k so yeah those are the oh it's their own they only have one song out it's just gruesome nice cool so fun. yeah that's like something to look forward to is they've got one song out and it was awesome so mm-hmm. i'm fully confident their next release is going to be sick so yeah and then yeah with that so check out gruesome check out sales in and then once again i want to mention half me again because they're kind of like they they just got signed they so much more love yeah they're sitting at like 40,000 50k monthly listeners so if you haven't heard of them you definitely need to because they're just they're continuing to rise those guys are awesome um but yeah that'll go for our um our undiscovered as far as um everything else goes to reflect from last week um we had who who else did we feature last week man we had escape artist yeah as been, well. i've been jamming them so much this last week yeah that's uh that's another one we need to uh keep an eye on man because i've been yeah you showed them to me like two days before the podcast right and dude after that too i was just like you know what let me go check them out some more and god that's like all i've been fucking they're really good um and then yeah as far as like picking up on last week's news we talked about icy stars for a little bit that's what i was gonna bring up next god still, still no news still no news Dude, I swear to God, if they just do something, dude, if they don't do anything, I'm like, I'm walking off the podcast. You know, the fucking, you know, that <laughs> that meme with the guy with the stick and it's like, do something. That's exactly. me with icy stars. Yep. Like, I don't understand. Just like, why did you have to blue ball me? I wasn't thinking about it. If you would just dropped it later, I would have been solid. But now Ugh. I'm thinking about it all the time and my nuts are fucking swollen because they want to <laughs> fucking bust. It's not fucking Dude. fair that I see stars is going to keep freaking tugging me along like this. Almost seven years. Chris, almost seven years. No, they have the trio's acoustic, so it's a, only a toxic, five. A toxic person falls in love at least 10 times in that period. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's been seven years, dude. <laughs> Treehouse could have dropped, and I could have been like, you know what? I want to go to school to be a lawyer. And I would be graduating next year. That's how fucking long it's been. I see stars. Come on, dude. Like, that's, I don't know. That's literally more than like, it's just such a long time. That's more than half a decade. I don't even like understand. Yeah, I just don't. It doesn't matter. I don't understand. I need it to come out. I'm going to try to stop thinking about it, yeah. but I'm probably going to bitch about it on this podcast every week until it happens. So, but yeah, you're ready for me for reminding you guys. <laughs> hey, guys, you remember who said that they weren't going to be coming back as soon as they're acting like it was me. Ugh. And if if they come back, I'll eat my words. I'll yeah. do it happily. But they need to they need to come back. I love them so much. And then so before we uh, talk about our undiscovered release of the week and our mainstream release of the week, um, let's talk about albums that grew on us. Oh, yeah. I actually just found one last night. And uh, so I actually got to verify this. So last night I was drunk and I was I I was jamming, dude. I was going at it. I was just by myself Uh, sitting in my desk chair jamming. And I had some music playing on YouTube. And just by chance, the next thing, I'm so sorry for the noise. By the next by happenstance, the new Architects album came on and I loathed that album when it came out. I did not like it because for me. Always and Forever, Lost for Forever, Lost Together will be their best album. It is one of the best metalcore albums that has ever all existed. Time. So good. One of the best and of all time. I like, actually Jesus. really like the Hereafter album a lot. And I yeah, definitely love all of our Gods of Banana. So I and their older stuff too, like Black Blood, that I love that album. Yeah. So but their new stuff wasn't doing it for me at all. And I was it just happened to come on last night and I was playing games, so I didn't like switch it off. I just let it go. And I was like started actually I was like, man, some of this is really good. Um, so I'm going to have to go verify Delusional. that. I'm going to have to go listen just, to it sober. <laughs> just, yeah, just to clarify, he was drinking Everclear. <laughs> <laughs> he was drinking tequila. Um, 
I mean, the, but tequila uh, does make me happy, though. So I could have just been easy to please last night. I'll have to go verify it. And I'm not mm. saying it's like a groundbreaking out. That's one thing about the, that release that kind of always irritated me is that everyone in the scene was like, this is so revolutionary. And I'm like, have you ever listened to Octane? Like, this is everything that's on Octane, um, which is not necessarily a bad thing, but just stop acting like it's something it isn't. But I listened to it last night. Really, really liked it. Uh, I'm going to go give it another chance uh, with a sober mind. Uh, so that's one recently that I had that grew on me. You have any? Uh, Dayseeker, man. Dayseeker. I, I wish it would, a but lot it of, for me. A lot of people did not like that record, man. And Without honestly, Me is the only song on that album that I need. Dude, every, like literally like Crying While You're Dancing is another one that I'll just sit there and like sing in the shower. And he'll cry while and, he dances. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm like happily married and I listen to that album and I'm just like, God, I wish my wife would just like divorce me tomorrow so I can just feel this album even more. Sometimes I wish that Kier, <laughs> like, like you my know wife those songs. would leave me so we could write a good album. <laughs> just like, can you be a little bit toxic oh, for man. once and stop that, being so good to me? That's how you know an album or a song is just really good whenever you're in a happy relationship and you just want them just to like leave you so you can just feel a song that much more. Yeah. And that's what the New Day Seeker record does for me. Um, but yeah, anywho, man. So let's go. We'll, we'll close out with our with our features, man. What? Who were we featuring for undiscovered, undiscovered artist of the week? I don't think it's even close. Uh, the best undiscovered release for this week, yesterday, Friday, which was uh, January 13th. Sales end with Nefarious. Uh, it was so awesome. I love the sound. I love the direction they're taking and heading. Uh, with these releases because uh, it's definitely a darker route than they were doing before. So I'm excited to yeah. see where it goes from here. I think the song is solid. It's got great production. Uh, the breakdowns are sick. Danny's such a good songwriter. Yeah. So like if we have any Before I Turn fans, yeah, go go check out Sales In. You'll, you'll love it. It's not like super like riffy or anything like that, but it's just um, – it just has the same kind of like atmosphere and then just the same like energy and the breakdowns and everything he, as well. He go, has like five bands out. too. Uh, yeah. He's got, yeah. before I turn, he's got uh, uh glass crown. He's got uh blood. Moon. I, forgot, I forgot about glass. Crown, yeah. yeah. And then blood moon. And then now he's doing that one. And mm -hmm. I'm sure there's other stuff he's doing, but that guy's prolific. He's always on it. So go check it out. It's really awesome. 100% core values podcast featured uh, undiscovered artist of the week. It sales end with the release of their single nefarious. So go check them out. Show them some love. 1900 uh, monthly listeners. And um, so Chris, you want to bring us in with the, with the mainstream mainstream artists of, of the week. week. We've talked about them already. We open with them in the left corner. We've have dealer, baby. Show me the body. Dealer. If fucker. you, if you hate us for liking dealer, man, I am so sorry. Pause the podcast and leave. Yeah. There, there are two kinds of, Metalcore, hardcore, or just scene fans in general. People who like Dealer and people who are fucking lying. Yeah. People who are wrong. <laughs> people Stop. don't close your heart to, oh. to the great gospel of Dealer Metalcore. It's fucking fantastic. Best release of the week for me personally. It's the sound I love. I might, it might even just be, you know, rose colored glasses. I'm just excited that they're back. But in my opinion, it's my favorite release of the week. Yeah. Um, That'll like that's all I've been listening to it's, essentially it's, the last. It's day. far and away not the best dealer song no. by any means, but mm -hmm. it's just the fact that we get new dealer now, and I'm super curious to see how they're going going to go about this year without Josh Ang. But nonetheless, the band I'm looking forward to the most in 2023. Yeah, same. And I'm I to not to go back to Icy Stars, but this is what I wish Icy Stars would have done: <laughs> complete utter silence. And then drop a song and I'm like, oh my God, it was like Christmas morning yesterday. I was on my way to work and I was like, this, this is the happiest I've ever been. Oh, I'm telling you, man. I, 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 gotta do I, it, I almost cried. 
Um, but yeah, guys, cool. Yeah. That's uh, to, to give you a highlight on everything we featured on this podcast. We had 1056 uh, with a new single. We've got the Wise Man Fear dropping from Sharp Tone, holding it down. We got Graphic Nature. We talked about them last week. They're probably going to drop another song next week. Who knows? These guys have been yeah, on cra- it. Yeah, they've, they've been on it. Go check them out. Dropout Kings. Come on, guys. If y'all are anywhere in the scene or you anywhere like related, you know about them. And if not, catch up. Um, however, they like they, they do have like rap, like like that heavy, like hardcore, like influence. Super catchy, super yeah. amazing. If that's not your thing, cool. Um, you're gonna want to skip past this one too. But if not, King Eight Ten. Yeah. Go check out their new single. It was a breath of fresh air. If you were if you're like an old school King Eight Ten fan, it's definitely a good medium of where they need to be going. Um, and then half me, guys. I'm telling you that. Half me is going to be the breakout band of 2023 for me. They're going to like honestly in like, the bands of that sound, like yeah. they're up there with dealer and alpha wolf for me. Cool. Like they're that good. And then we have dealer. Of course we've got cold state. Go check them out for the, before I turn fans, we are not, uh, not cold state sales in. Then we have cold state with their only single right now called gruesome. Super it's amazing. Good. Go, go check them out on Spotify and go check out the video on YouTube. God, the production value on that was insane. We have gloom with GL vvm yeah just dropped their first song it's called freaking awesome if you follow the metalcore page on facebook or um like on tiktok or anything like that you've probably seen them blowing up all across the the underground scene and then um yeah guys we have periphery as well which he didn't even want to he was like i'll just leave them out somewhere i was about to say (laughs) golly but anyways guys cool as always thank you guys so much for listening go follow us on our socials core values podcast let us know who we should feature next if y'all have any questions or comments drop them down below on our socials and yeah we'll see y'all next saturday cheers y'all cool